He is the JoeBucksFan.com draft guru, as heard many times on the Ira Kaufman podcast. The great Sean Sullivan is here now with his new podcast, Best in Class, presented by Bill Curry Ford. You love diving into all things NFL draft, but what about after the draft? That's what this weekly podcast is about, and a little bit of Buccaneers talk too. Keeping up with the rookies and second-year guys around the NFL, how they are playing, how they're being used, and much more. Here he is, Sean Sullivan. Hi, this is Sean Sullivan. Uh, Welcome to Best in Class from the Bill Curry Ford Studios in Tampa. What a great weekend of uh, sports, guys. The football games were amazing. I had the best time uh, watching the games. My wife, not so excited, but I was definitely involved in these games. I have a really special announcement, too, before I get into the Spucks game. I'm going to come up with a, with a deal that is going to make everybody super happy. So, so make sure you hang on to the end of the podcast. But I'm going to do it in the middle, just to be fair, in case I, I read your team off and you guys want to not listen to me, which I hope you listen to me all the way to the end. Sorry I'm hyped up on Big Storm again. I apologize. I'm shooting cappuccino. Uh, I probably have a problem. I should probably see somebody about it. All right. Uh, let's jump into the Bucks game. The Dolphins showed up physically, but I don't think they showed up emotionally because we beat them 45-17. It was pretty bad. It was, it was really tight there for the first quarter. If the only thing I can critique is the defensive backs and, hey, we're, we're, you know, Jacoby Brissett, who shouldn't be in the NFL, is somehow completing passes on us and, you know, we're making him look fantastic. I mean, if that's what I'm really critiquing, I mean, uh, that's where we are in the Bucks, right? We're, we are so privileged as fans to be watching the greatness that is the Buccaneers. You know, Super Bowl champs, and I think we, sometimes we get caught up in, in our old Bucks ways where we're, we're critiquing, you know, plays here and there. Listen, we won 45 to 17. The game was pretty much over after halftime. Brady threw for 405 TDs, which I'm sure you guys already know was the first time he's ever done that in his career. But there is some interesting things to talk about. I actually made some notes during the game on a couple of things that were a little odd to me. But we'll get to that. Let's start with Jalen Waddell, the wide receiver, first-round draft pick out of Alabama. Guys, this guy's special. If you guys were watching the game, his speed is, is elite. And, you know, anybody that plays in the NFL has, has good speed, great speed. His speed is elite. He is Tyreek Hill, the difference maker. If, when he gets somebody that can actually throw him the ball, and the Dolphins don't have anybody because they didn't draft Justin Herbert. But can you imagine if he was in this offense with these guys? Oh, my gosh, that's a whole other conversation. Jalen Waddle, guys, keep an eye on him. He's a special guy. Joe Tryon, 17 snaps in this game, guys. Tryon hurt Jacoby Brissett's hamstring, chasing him down, by the way. So I know you're not going to hear that in any national broadcast, but for people like a homer like I am who actually watch the game and then watch the game and then watch the game again, Joe Tryon changed this game again. He was on a pursuit of, of the quarterback, made him pull his hamstring as he was going out of bounds, and actually it affected the game greatly. Uh, and let's talk about why he only played 17 snaps. Uh, JPP was back. I'm a big fan of JPP, so this is not bash JPP, but he had his worst game uh, that I've seen him play, probably as a Buccaneer. Missed assignments, missed tackles, and he was playing with a club on his arm, and he wasn't, didn't look like he was in game shape. And I know that he's going to be a force for us down the line, but in this game, maybe we should have eased him back in. I mean, he played 55 snaps. You know, Joe Tryon's fresh. He obviously was rushing the passer. I really think that they should have um, divided the snaps more evenly. But JPP, what a, I mean, that was a tough game to watch for him. 
Uh, he's much better than the tape that he put out there. For all the Leonard Fournette haters, I, I still read stuff on Joe Buck's fan. It's very frustrating because uh, I talk about this all the time. Since the playoffs last year, he is a Pro Bowl running back. He's over five yards a carry. He breaks tackles. He's catching everything. I, I'm amused by the fact that I hear guys that don't watch Buccaneers football say, well, Leonard Fournette really worked on his catching. No, he didn't, guys. He caught 79 balls in one year, second only to McCaffrey when he was with Jacksonville. 79 balls in one year, guys. He led the team in receptions. This guy didn't all of a sudden find his hands. The guy always had hands. The guy is a complete back, a third down back, and he is a star, and I think that we're going to see it more and more. We just don't need him. I mean, uh, think about this, guys. We're, we're listening and watching a Bucks game where we really don't need a Pro Bowl running back at this point. I actually just want to see Brady throw the ball. We're number one in passing. I just want to throw the ball. I, I totally get it. But the Leonard Fournette hate has got to stop. The guy's a star. Let him be a star. Five yards a carry. Breaks tackles. Plays physical. Doesn't run out of bounds. Scores touchdowns. Catches balls. I love this guy. In a, in a very serious note, as far as injuries are concerned, I don't think any team is injured more than the Bucks in the backfield. But thanks to Jason Light, we have a lot of great depth. But our center, uh, Ryan Jensen, who had his best game of the year, by the way, really rebounded from last week's poor showing at New England. Played, played so well. The guy's a terrific center. Um, if he's not the best in the game, he's, he's in the conversation. But we had a Robert Hainsey sighting, the guard that we drafted out of Notre Dame that we're cross-training at center. Actually played, um, I would say, 15 snaps in, in, the, in, the, in the end of the game. And it looks like Jensen might not play Thursday night. So you might have a rookie starting at center uh, in that game, which is typically not what we want. There's really not much to go on with Robert yet. But uh, hopefully if he gets to start, Robert, if you're listening to the podcast, which I hope you are, you should be um, helping teams across the NFL. I wish you the best of luck. Another interesting fact about this game I think they got lost in the fact that we just shellacked the Dolphins was the fact that um, at the end of the game, Blaine Gabbert came in, and Mike Evans was still in the game, and Antonio Brown was still in the game, but Tyler Johnson was in the game for Godwin. And I know I watched in this game, I, I saw Brady get frustrated a couple of times with, with Godwin. I, I don't know if he ran the wrong route or he gave up on a couple of routes, but it seemed to frustrate Brady, and he was being double-teamed constantly in this game, not Mike Evans. They actually double-teamed Godwin, um, which shows you how much respect people have for him. But I'm concerned that it's either the fact that Brady uh, is not happy with him, which would affect his playing time at the end of the game, or that thumb is still bothering him. Because I think it's odd that you have Evans and Brown and Tyler Johnson on the field and Godwin's still on the sideline. I'm worried about this situation. I hope it's nothing. I hope that I'm making too much into it, but we'll see. It's just something for you guys to keep an eye on. Keep an eye on Chris Godwin, and let's keep an eye on his snaps. Let's see if that thumb is still bothering him. But, uh, you know, he's a great player. Um, he's going to rebound. On to the next game, uh, the Lions and the Vikings. The Vikings won this game 19-17 to on a last-minute field goal. A heartbreaker for the Lions. I told you last week that Amon Ra uh, St. Brown, the USC wide receiver they drafted, uh, was going to become Goff's favorite target. And again, I'm right. He led the team in targets um, in this game, and I think that you're going to see him lead the team in targets moving forward. Another sighting was uh, a guy that was linked to the bunks uh, the, uh, that I haven't seen yet, Levi Awuzuriki. Now, I believe I said that right. Don't quote me. Defensive tackle out of Washington. This is a guy that... 
We had several Buccaneers lobbying for us for us to draft. I believe he played with Vita Vea, and I think that they're very close friends, and I, and I think we have a gentleman on our practice squad, Panoe. Um, uh, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce his name, but this guy's putting on a show, and I think he's going to be uh, a solid starter for, for Dan Campbell. The only other thing I want to mention about this, I'm not going to talk about the Vikings. The only other thing I want to talk about this is Dan Campbell after the postgame. If you guys haven't watched it, he's literally crying because he loves his team so much, and he's sorry that, for them that they lost. Not something you see every day. It's definitely worth watching if you guys didn't see it. But to have a man care that much, the Lions are in good hands with Dan Campbell. On to the next game, Broncos and Steelers. The Steelers won this game 27-19. It was an interesting game. I, I can't say that I was super thrilled to watch this game, but um, there was some really good rookie play. Javante Williams, which I've talked about for now uh, four weeks, is a star. Um, he has now taken over the uh, team lead in carries. He averaged 7.6 yards a carry on eight carries for 61 yards. Guys, get him the ball. The guy's at 7.6 yards a carry. Last week, he was over seven yards again. This guy is a bulldozer. He is a star. Get him the ball. Patrick Surtain, the second out of Alabama corner, is playing extremely well. Uh, I, I don't think anybody thought that he wasn't going to be an instant NFL starter. He has the pedigree. He's a great starter. I think he's going to be there a long time. Good for him. Najee Harris, what a breakout game. 23 carries, 122 yards, and a TD. Caught passes, blocked. That guy's a complete back. We talked about him being the number one pick in the draft. Please, Pittsburgh, get him the ball. In this game, they got him the ball, and they won. Surprise, you guys just need to listen to me. There was a Pat Fryermuth, who's a tight end that was drafted by the Steelers out of Penn State. He was very solid in this game. I mean, he's not spectacular, but he's a blocker. I think he caught three balls, but th that's something to keep an eye on. It looks like that he's starting to get more involved in the offense, so... So good for him, Pat. Uh, I hope you have a solid season. On to the next game, Eagles and the Panthers. The Eagles won this game 21-18. Uh, I really could care less about either one of these teams, but uh, they have some rookies that are very interesting. Devontae Smith, the wide receiver out of Alabama, Heisman Trophy winner. He led the team in targets. That's not a surprise. He's going to be a star. He's a very, very good route runner. Coming, his hands are really coming around. He's, the game is obviously slowing down to him. I think he's going to be terrific. He caught 77 yards in this game. He's on pace for a 1,000-yard season, which is um, obviously what you want out of a rookie QB or a rookie wide receiver. Chuba Hubbard, the running back out of Oklahoma State, this is a guy we've talked about. I said I don't know if he's just a jag or if he's going to be a real player in this league. He had 24 carries for 104 yards. He also caught some passes. He looked pretty good, guys. I mean, he looks physical. He, he looks like he's running the ball. He looks like he's getting more comfortable. He, he's going to be a great compliment to McCaffrey when he comes back. Tommy Trimble, uh, which was their draft pick uh, out of Notre Dame, he's a tight end. Uh, he saw his first action and caught a TD. So congratulations, Tommy. You're not a household name, but, uh, but keep going. Maybe you can get there. Tommy Trimble, tight end, Notre Dame, first TD, first action. The only other thing to talk about is Sam Donald. I was really happy for him that he got away from the Jets. He got a starting opportunity with the Panthers. He threw three picks in this game, and some of them were just awful. I mean, it kind of had a Jameis Winston throwback, you know, where the guy completes like three great passes and then does the dumbest thing you've ever seen. That's what Sam Donald's been doing the last two games. Panthers are 3-2 and two in our division. I hope they lose every game. Next game, Titans-Jaguars. Titans rolled in this game. It wasn't close, 37-19. to 19. 
A couple of things to talk about besides that Urban Meyer should be fired. Trevor Lawrence had a very average game. Didn't do anything spectacular. He's really a a one-man band out there. I mean, he literally is... uh, He's like, like just holding a bass player, and like there's no, there's like nobody else around him, or he's playing drums. I mean, the the guy the guy has no band around him. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the team doesn't play with any any heart or aggression like the Lions. Trevor, you're in for a long season, buddy. It's a 17 game season this year. Uh, I wish you the best. Caleb Farley uh, is the first round cornerback uh, out of Virginia Tech. He got his first action of the year and played well for Tennessee. So. I hope to see a lot of things from Caleb Farley. There was a lot of people talking about him in the draft. Patriots uh, pulled one out against the Texans, 25-22. to It looked like the Patriots in this game were just uh, sleepwalking after that loss to the Bucks. Mac Jones has 135 completions for, in his first five games. That's tied for the most in NFL history. Mac Jones obviously had the highest completion percentage in college football history. He's over 70% at Alabama. It looks like he's leading. Uh, he's going to lead the league in uh, completion percentage. I don't know if he's going to lead the league in TDs or or, or yards, but he's going to. He's doing very well with his completion percentage. But he had a very average game. The one thing I can tell you about Mac Jones is he has a fire in him. And at the end of this game, he threw a touchdown pass. Uh, he fought through it to win this game against the Texans. And he's kind of like – it was another comeback for Mac Jones, and I think that's that's going to be the first of many. Damian Harris, solid out of Alabama, running back for the New England Patriots. He lost another fumble, uh, and, I, and I know that this is going to be difficult. He's got three fumbles on the season out of five games, uh, but he is he can really play. But these fumbles are murdering his playing time. So, Damian, please get a hold of that so we can see some great, great play by you. Davis Mills. The QB uh, out of Stanford, 21 of 29 for 312 yards and three TDs. It looks like he's a dome player. So outside, he plays terrible. Inside, he's, he just feels much more comfortable uh, in a dome. So uh, good for him. He looks like he found a target. So this guy, Chris Moore, he has, there's really nothing to say about him. He's, he's been in the league five years. He's nothing special. Caught five balls for 109. But it looked like like Davis really liked him, and it looked like they had a really great rapport. He made some very impressive catches. Uh, you might want to watch that hookup between Davis and Chris Moore moving forward. I, I think that's going to be good. But outstanding day for Davis Mills. He outshined uh, the other rookie QB and Mac Jones in this game. I hope that's not a, an end game for him. I hope that's a precursor to to a great uh, great rest of the season for Davis. So good for him. He only had 11 starts in college. So he really doesn't have a lot to go on for playing time. Now he has five starts in the NFL. Oh, no, I'm sorry, four starts now, right? He played in four games, I believe, uh, started three. We'll see how it goes uh, if he gets to maintain that job. Uh, Bears and the Raiders. Bears won 20-9 over the Raiders. There's really not much to say about this game. Justin Fields, you know, threw the ball 20 times. He completed 12 passes for 111 yards. He did have a throwing TD. He ran for four yards, not really effective on the run. A very controlled offense, very boring. It's hard to watch. Khalil uh, Herbert, the running back out of Virginia Tech, who was a draft pick of the Chicago Bears, rushed 18 times for 75 yards. He looked very good. Uh, so hopefully maybe maybe you, there's a guy there. Maybe Khalil and uh, Herbert and uh, Montgomery can, uh, when Montgomery comes back, can split time and have a really good backfield there. But Justin, 12 of 20, 111 yards, guys. you got to throw down the field, all right? The guy had the, lo- the best completion percentage for long throws in, in Ohio State's history. The guy can throw the ball. Take the leash off, please. 
Derek Carr had the worst game of the year. The Raiders just looked completely uninterested in this game. They're 3-2. and two. I wonder if that John Gruden distraction happened before this game, that they knew about it before the public knew about it. Maybe he addressed it. I don't know. Uh, again, Bears win 20-9. to nine. Okay, Grace, I want to make my announcement now. So before we get on to the Browns and Chargers, I, I've been getting several emails about people that are very interested uh, in the podcast. Thank you very much, by the way. It's at uh, bestinclass at billcurry.com. What I want to do is I want to share something really cool. I would like to experience watching a football game in the Bill Curry Ford suite with a fellow Bucks fan that listens to Joe Bucks fan, right? I, I think that would be so much fun. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a test drive contest. So if you come into Bill Curry Ford and test drive a vehicle, you will enter in a contest to win a Bucks game suite with me, food and drinks provided, and air conditioning, by the way, there's no better way to watch a baseball, or a Bucks game than, than, than an AC. I mean, there's really no other way, right? So, but the suite's on the west side. We're on the 40-yard line. It's fantastic. I love it. We open the doors, fresh air. But I want someone to win this. I want to talk football with someone. I have, I've had lots of people contact me about, about talking Bucks football with them. I would love to do it during the game. I know a lot of the other guys can't because they're doing the pressers. Well, that's not me. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I can talk cars, I can talk football during the game. I can go to a night game, a day game, we can pick it. Come into Bill Curry Ford, it's Octo- right now it's October 12th. I'm gonna run this through Halloween, October 31st. Go on Facebook, it's gonna be on my website. You come in, you say, hey, I'm here for the Sean Sullivan test drive event. I wanna, uh, and I'm gonna test drive a vehicle. Awesome, you do that, Grace will handle the rest, we'll get you in, in the drawing, and then we're going to go to a game together, and we're going to talk football. So that's my big announcement. Please come in, test drive cars, new pre-owned cars. Listen, I have a lifetime warranty on new cars. Everybody uh, in the country that is healthy in our business has that. You know what they don't have? A lifetime warranty on used cars. We do. Ten-year roadside assistance, lifetime warranty. There's no other place to buy than Bill Curry Ford. And by the way, I'm very excited about a new teaser that's going to be released this week on the Internet for our new $20 million building. So very excited about that. So let's go on to the Browns and the Chargers. So the Browns ended up losing this game 47-42. to Listen, this was the game of the week. If you're a football fan and you didn't want to watch this game or you haven't watched this game on 20 for 20 or you haven't gone back on your NFL ticket and watched this game, watch this game. This game is fantastic. Justin Herbert, QB out of Oregon. I've talked about this guy, four TDs. He's a superstar. He's one of the best. Uh, he, he, he's actually, he could be an MVP of the league this year. He's playing that well. Greedy Williams, corner out of LSU, he was linked to the Bucs. I believe that Jason Light came out and said that he really uh, didn't care for this guy in the first round. Um, he had uh, 10 tackles in this game. He was all over the field uh, um, for the Browns. So he had a great game. Jeremiah Wusso cormora I've talked about this guy. I have no idea what the NFL guys were looking at. They need to call me and say, hey, I want to order an F-150 Lightning. Oh, and what do you guys think about Jeremiah Wusu-Kamara? I would say he's a player. He's been playing well for the Browns. He's killing it. He's out of Notre Dame. Uh, I'm very proud of him. But, uh, I mean, he put it on tape. I mean, they, they always say, you know, you draft a guy for what he puts on tape. The guy put it on tape. Draft him, right? Derwin James for the FSU homers, he only had 17 tackles and a sack and a forced fumble in this game. He probably is going to be in the running for defensive player of the year, I don't see how he can't be in the final. If he continues this level of play, he's going to be there. It's definitely a possibility. On to the next game. 
Cowboys and Giants. Cowboys won 44 to 20. The Giants, everybody got hurt on the Giants except for the head coach. Uh, he probably took a tumble uh, after he left uh, the game. We don't know, but most likely. Everybody's hurt for the Giants. The Cowboys just rolled this in this, in this game. The most interesting part of this game was the fact that Kadarius Toney, the wide receiver out of Florida, which is their first-round pick, who I said, please get the ball to. They gave him 13 targets. What did he do? He caught 10 for 189 yards. Okay? The guy can play. Please listen to me. Get the ball in his hands. Oh, and he punched somebody, and he got ejected. That was, a, that was an interesting part of the day. But he did catch 189 yards and then punched and then left. I mean, he left in style, right? Uh, Mika Parsons, linebacker out of Penn State, um, had eight tackles, three QB hits. He's definitely uh, in the lead for de uh, defensive rookie of the year. Uh, Trayvon Diggs out of Alabama, who was a corner from last year, he's up for a defensive player of the year with Derwin James. He had another pick. This guy's so hot, if I was a QB, I, I wouldn't throw anywhere near him. I mean, he's not like Dion in his prime, but he's definitely a, a difference maker. Cardinals and the 49ers. Cardinals won 17 to 10. Very boring game. Trey Lance, uh, who the 49ers drafted over Mac Jones, which I still don't understand, um, had a terrible game. Uh, he was just awful. There's really nothing to say about that. Rondell Moore, uh, the wide receiver out of Purdue, which was the first round draft pick of the Cardinals. I talked about him and how important he is. Um, he led the team in rushing and he led the team in receiving in this game, 17 to 10. I thought that was pretty impressive. James Conner, the running back um, that was uh, out of Pitt, uh, and I mean the, 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 he was a college player out of Pitt, and he played for uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, he was a cancer survivor, so I kind of follow him because I really liked his story when I saw it on the ESPN 30 for 30. Um, he has five rushing TDs on the season. Uh, congratulations, James Conner, for resurrecting your career with the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals are now 5-0. Uh, next game, Bills and the Chiefs. Bills won 38-20 to over the Chiefs. This game was not close. The Chiefs' defense through the first five weeks are trying to beat Mike Smith's record for the worst defense in NFL history. But that is a true statement. You can look that up. Through the first five weeks of the, of the uh, season, their defense is playing at an absolute terrible level. They might be the worst defense in history by the end of this year. We'll see. I uh, hope Mike Smith is listening. Gregory Rousseau. The Miami defensive end, uh, who was the first-round draft pick of the Buffalo Bills, had a forced fumble, another sack. He's tracking 10 sacks for the season. You know, that's what you really what you want out of a first-round defensive end. 10 sacks is, way, is more than you've ever asked. If Tryon gets to 10 sacks, that would be fantastic. But Greg Rousseau is on pace for that. He's very physical. He definitely went to the right place with Buffalo. He plays on that defensive line very well. Again, Bills win 38-20. Uh, the Chiefs, who got a drubbing from the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl, have still not recovered. They're 2-3. and three. Uh, Andy Reid is okay. Uh, we, no, nobody wishes anything bad about Andy Reid. He's a class act. But it's nice to see the Chiefs humbled a little bit. The Colts and the Ravens, last game. If you guys didn't stay up last night and watch it, it was definitely one of the second-best games of the, of the week. The Ravens won 31-25. to 25. The Colts really had control of this game the whole game. The Ravens came back in the fourth quarter. Uh, Lamar Jackson threw for 442 yards and four TDs. I think that's the best I've ever seen Lamar Jackson throw the ball. Uh, congratulations, Lamar. I mean, uh, what, a, what a fantastic player, league MVP. Owe, the Penn State defensive end, had a sack and a forced fumble. He is also another rookie defensive end that is on a 10-sack track. Um, as, as you remember, he was the guy that did not have a sack in college his senior year at Penn State, but just was an athletic freak. And he is absolutely showing it on the field. 
He's fitting right in with the Ravens defense. He's playing so well. I hope he gets those 10 sacks. Last thing I want to say is Jonathan Taylor, uh, the running back out of Wisconsin who set several uh, college records. He's a star. It's, it's pretty obvious. A guy his size that runs a 4-3. He can catch. He can run. Congratulations, Jonathan Taylor. It was hard to take that job from Marlon Mack, but um, Marlon Mack is uh, asking for a treat. He's regulated to, uh, to back up the kid out of USF. So I hope that Marlon Mack finds a nice place. Well, here we are. We're wrapping up. Again, don't forget about the test drive to win a, a sweet ticket with me to watch a football game. Very exciting stuff. Grace is going to put it together. We'll have it on the website. We'll have it all over Joe Buck's fan. Everywhere, really. Very excited about that. Uh, again, Bill Curry Ford uh, Studios. I want to thank Bill Curry Ford for the opportunity to, to do the podcast. I'm very grateful to the Curry family and the Curry Cares organization. And I hope you're having a great drive home. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see you next week.